I'm Robin James, and you are listening to Self-Isolation, the podcast, going it alone together. Now, we are on to episode three. We are quite literally whizzing through this, and uh, thank you so much, firstly, for all the feedback on this. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully it's uh, bringing you a little bit of joy, a little bit of light and bright into your life. Um, also, if there's anyone you would like to hear on this podcast, then please do let me know. The information on how to get in touch with me is in the show notes, so so check that out there. But in this one, I've got one of my mates who is quite literally a powerhouse in the whole blogging, digital content creation, Instagram, now TikTok, YouTube space. And um, this is Lydia Millen. If you don't know Lydia, then you will by the end of this. And um, she's a good egg. She's got lots to say. She um, has an infectious laugh, Ooh. which you're going to enjoy. And we get under the bonnet of Lydia through the self-isolation six. So here you go. Strap yourself in, get comfy, get yourself a drink if you can, and uh, relax. Here you go. Lydia Millen on Self-Isolation, the podcast. Lydia, welcome to Self-Isolation. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a treat. Uh, you're most welcome here. I, I, I said I just wanted to have you on this. You were on the last series of podcasts I did, Flat White Chats, and I thought, you need to be in self-isolation with me. <sighs> Well, yeah, we're all in this together, aren't we? So, yeah, it's um, it's an experience, but I feel like I'm well versed in this. So hopefully I can like give some kind of useful tips to people because I spend quite a lot of time at home anyway. So so, so you're going to be great at the self-isolation six, which is a series of questions I have, which is going to get under the bonnet of what makes you tick in self-isolation. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm ready. I'm here. I'm in the room. Okay. I've, got, I've um, got my drink. I'm ready. Oh, nice. What kind of drink do you have? I've gone for some bubbles. I'm really into like, oh. I'm just, I don't know why I'm into champagne at the moment. I um, love that. I know. And I don't, I, I, I hear it in my head as well. Okay. I hear it. Mm. I'm, it sounds very bougie, but it's just what we always end up drinking with um, Ali, my husband's uh, parents. And I just got a taste for it now and I really like it. So Ali and I have popped a bottle. Okay. Just, I'm into champagne, really. I mean, other people. Are, I mean, I, I'm having a Negroni, so um, I'm keeping you. I'm keeping you comfy. This is. Should we just do a little cheers onto the microphone? Yeah, Let's shall we? Cheers. cheers. Ooh. Oh, oh, wow! You've got a fancy mic. <laughs> I, mean, I should have known. She's got a microphone that tings. That was Great. very good. <laughs> very good. I don't even have to add a sound effect. You're making this very easy for me. Um, so Lydia. Um, I know, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners know that you have a gorgeous home. I have been lucky enough to stay. It's nicer than my flat, just even your guest room. But in self-isolation, where in the world this can be a place, a hotel, a fantasy land, or even your gorgeous home, where would you want to be? I'm going to be so boring in this because honestly, and I know that anyone that knows me that might listen to this, I love being at home I love it and I live for it and I think that I get to travel so much which is such a treat in itself but coming home and actually having time at home to just get into a routine and get all of the things done that I've wanted to get done I just yeah I don't think there's anywhere anywhere else I'd want to be for a long period of time and you spent like a good amount of time sort of like creating this home for you, haven't you? Because when you moved into your home, it wasn't as we now see it. And I should say, if, if anyone's not seen Lydia's home, you have a home account, you've got your own account. 
I will link those in the show notes. I would say definitely go across and take a look. But um, how like how important is sort of creating this home to you? Well, I think this is the, the thing that's been the most like um, the biggest kind of learning from this whole process because where we used to live um, was like a really it was such a lovely house, but it was very very small. And so we just kind of had to do what we we did with it and everything was painted white and that was just to maximize on the light and things like that in there um and i didn't really i didn't realize how affected i am as a person by my surroundings and so when we viewed this house i was literally like oh we don't need to change anything it's amazing like i could never dream of anything as amazing as this and then i lived here for a while and i was actually like it doesn't feel like me it doesn't feel like my home which is weird and Ali and I both have quite similar um, styles when it comes to um, like interiors now that we've realized what we like. And we kind of just set about changing things. And we thought it would be a bit of paint here and maybe some bookshelves there. Um, and, and then um, we're here like two years later and it's it's basically a completely different house. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't envision changing like absolutely everything, but here we are. <laughs> and you have a bar downstairs, which to me just is like, winning home yeah yeah the bar is a treat a real treat i mean that is the sort of it's pretty much other than the bathrooms it's the last um like project inside the house so it's still not to my taste so i don't use it as much as i should really um but it's it's a big project to to sort of change that and it's been expensive changing all of the things in the house that we have changed and because i've been learning i've kind of been like um I didn't realize that I would have such a passion for it. I was actually more of the mindset that this is this is actually quite difficult because I find interiors or I found interiors so much more overwhelming than like mm. fashion. And I think that there's that it's because there's so many more possibilities like different fabrics, different wall colors, different wallpapers, different types of carpentry, different types of wood, different types of floors and it's just it's a lot to find what you like especially when you've never had options before because we just didn't have options where we used to live and um so I, I didn't really enjoy it in the beginning and now that I'm I've like found my style and I know what works best it's kind of all coming together but that that one room is is going to be something because it's just a weird room like it's a lovely room but it's a weird one because it kind of needs zoning and I've never done that before so um it's it might be a bit difficult to, to do it but um I think with a lot of planning it'll be it'll be lovely it, it leads me perfectly I love when this happens yeah. on to the second of the self-isolation six questions and actually this maybe we've sort of touched on there is um which one drink this can be alcoholic non-alcoholic whatever you like maybe even a cocktail do you stock up on and I'm sure this will be in the bar what one drink oh can I have three Absolutely not. Um, no. tiers? <laughs> Sorry, Lydia, I may make the rules elsewhere, but this is my show. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I'll let, I'll let you have three tiers. The thing is, the thing is, is there's like, there's, there's a drink that I don't really stockpile myself, but other people tend to stockpile mm -hmm. for me. Um, and then there's the, the, the drink that I have been stockpiling, not for now, and then there's the drink that I wish I'd stockpiled. Okay. Does that uh, make sense? Yes, and you're going to talk us through it. So the one that people are stockpiling for you. Gin. Okay. I get sent a lot of gin, a lot of gin. 
Um, and I'm quite particular with my gins. So I don't like them oh. all. And so I've got a lot that I'm like, oh, that's one that my friends can drink when uh, they come <laughs> over. <laughs> but I, I'm quite particular. So that's the shitty stuff I've been drinking yeah. when I've been coming around. You're like, I've got a very <laughs> no, special Robin. gin for you, Robin. Ali, go downstairs, get that gin. Um... <laughs> get the cheap stuff. No, you won't know. You always get whatever I'm having, you're having. That's for sure. So we always make sure that you get the good stuff because we know that you like the good and stuff. It, is, and is there a, <laughs> can you say what gin you absolutely love? Is there one that you have to have? I would say if there was, oh, but Robin, this is so hard. I, I definitely need okay. to. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, we're now on to like five different drinks here. Yeah, go for it too. I mean, I've got a few drinks cabinet. So yeah, I'm not one to, to judge. Go for it. Okay, if I'm in mm. a bar, it's monkey 47 mm-hmm. but if i could like have a choice over any any kind of gin ever it would probably be duck and crutch because i just love that gin it's the most expensive gin i've ever drank i think um and it's distilled in a copper mini like distillery in a shed in kensington and it's just wonderful and and they're like um, uh, I think they're engaged now the couple that that do it in their shed. I bet they do. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walked straight into that one, didn't I? Me. That makes it easy for me. Um, when you were saying expensive, tell me how expensive is this gin? I think it's I think it's fifty pounds. Oh, that's bottle. nothing, please. Oh really? I'm glad you said that. But no, but that, that's a lot for me. I wouldn't I wouldn't normally spend that on a gin if unless it was just really- need to do a couple more ads Lydia and you'll be able to get that stuff in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not at this time current no, climate less said about that um, and so right that's the stuff people are stockpiling for you but what is what is it that yes. you're keeping for yourself I always stockpile wine mm-hmm. um I'm a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc Gorgeous. girl my best friend got me into that. I like uh, Cloudy Bay, mm. which I actually ordered it on Amazon and it comes in a box of six. And the last time I ordered it, I got ID'd. So I was really happy about Absolute that. Absolute winner. <laughs> That's that chemical skin peel you've just done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for people listening, mm-hmm. is, there, is there one thing that you're watching or reading or binging or absolutely loving at the moment? What should we be watching? I'm not a huge like series watcher mm-hmm. because I um I feel like I lose my life to them. Do you, do you feel like, like that? Yes, I know, but I I I kind of like losing my life to them, kind of having that full switch, that <laughs> huge switch off moment, and just kind of unplugging. I see. I wish I felt that way, but I just I feel like I can't leave my house until I've finished the series of something. And if it's all you know nowadays, you don't have mm-hmm. to wait like a week for the next the next episode to come out so you just watch the whole thing and I just feel like I emerge from my living room like three days later just confused not knowing what year it is and like lost because the whole purpose that I've been focusing on has gone now so I don't watch that much tv basically so I'm just I'm I'm keeping myself busy doing all of the things that I wish I got to do more of when I'm working does that make sense like what like I'm like organizing everything, like everything from cupboards to my life, to selling clothing, to um, brainstorming ideas and just the things that you like wish that you had time for in terms of like work, 
but then in terms of like personal life just like I love going for walks where I live and I obviously don't recommend that if you're if you live in like really built up places but for me I live in the middle of nowhere so I can get outside a lot more I'm going for like a run and a walk at the moment a day and it's lovely when you're kind of by yourself in self-isolation or this sort of time coming up is there something that you think this might teach you about yourself oh um I'm wondering if I'll reach my limit with my house that's what I'm wondering because because I love being here so much and I I like don't I don't hide that but I'm wondering if I'll reach a point where I'm like okay I just want to go on holiday now or I want to go and see my friends or have dinner like one of my favorite things to do with um like my friends and my family is go to a place near where I live called Woven Mosaic sorry and um, there's they do like wine and cheese. Did I say this I to you last yeah. time? And that mm-hmm. we need to go. Yeah. So when we're able to not be in isolation, we should go. Um, but it's like my favorite place to go. And we had it booked in and then we like cancelled it because obviously it was everything was changing, things were escalating. And um, oh my husband's coming down for a top up. Um <laughs> Hi, Ali. Hi. He's in my head, sorry. Hi, listen to this very satisfying noise. <laughs> Please excuse the horrendous laugh. <laughs> God, find, find a husband that can do that. That's all I'm saying. Bless him. He's good. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so um that's that's the thing that I think that I'll get to the point where I'm like, actually, I just want to go out with my friends and have a laugh over some cheese and some wine. Um, but I'm wondering if that's like what I'll learn about myself that I do have a limit of um when I'll kind of go a bit stir crazy mm. or what are you? What, I, but I feel like that's a really rubbish answer. What are you hoping to learn about your? Oh, all right, just flip it on to me. Um, well, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, I want to know about this. you. Um, what? God, I actually haven't thought about this. I mean, I've spoken to other people. What do you think self isolation might teach you about yourself? Um, I mean, I'm so intolerant with like life and people and myself. I think self isolation will teach me that actually I actually require other people. I always think I don't. And I always think, oh, Robin, you're so self-sufficient. You're so independent. You can do this. You don't need anyone. But actually, already I'm starting to, like, climb the walls. So, um, yeah, it's it's maybe that I can't do it all, perhaps. I I think you need a cat. I think I need several things, Lydia. I mean, (laughs) 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 and not all of them can be bought. I could, couldn't I actually? I I was talking to my trainer this morning, which I I think is probably the last training session we do together. And um, I did say like, could I get a cat? And he was like, yeah, just get it for self-isolation. I was like, no, I need it the whole time. But I I have such a small London flat. I also thought I could maybe get a bald cat because I'm all about the hair. I thought having a bald cat would be this sort of like gorgeous, like a juxtaposition of hair. Yeah. so anyway, but but this this is not about me. This is about you. No, I know. Um, this is all about what makes you tick. Um, and and actually that that whole thing of having time and I mean I I do very much dip in um and jump into to your content and you create this like beautiful. You do these like great TikTok videos. You're doing more of them. You're doing your sort of Instagram styling videos. But in self isolation, do you do you? Mm-hmm think about what you're going to wear or do you have a beauty routine do you care is there something that makes you feel good oh my gosh 
Yeah, no, I have to. I have a, a routine that I like have to stick to. Um, last year, I really like lost my routine for almost like the whole year, really. And it was just so detrimental to how I was working. And it was, yeah, it wasn't good. And so now I know that I have to, I have to get up in the morning. I have to have like my morning coffee or my morning ginger and lemon juice thingy. Um, I have to put on my makeup. I have to get dressed. Otherwise I will do nothing. And I can't do that anymore. The only time I'll ever put on any form of um, pajamas during the day is like, if I get really cold, I'll put on like a dressing gown or something. Um, but other than that, I absolutely have to be get, I have to get up like I'm going to a normal job. Like I dress like I'm going to work when I used to work mm -hmm. in retail. Like I would always want to put my best foot forward, wear my best outfit when I was working in retail shops because I always worked in fashion retail. And it's really important that you look good and that you're wearing the items. And for me, that's really important in what I'm doing now. But it's like a mm -hmm. different, obviously different style of things. Um, but yeah, I want to be inspired by my outfits. I want to feel good. I want to try out new products. And that doesn't matter whether I'm at home or whether I'm traveling. And especially now that I'm not and I still want to work and it's such a great opportunity to create more content because I think that when we're traveling, we're really limited, even though we're spoiled for locations and things like that and uh, photo locations and events, it's actually a lot harder to create content on the go. Um, really good content anyway, I find that is considered and I, I spend a lot of time considering my content. So now I'm just full of inspiration which is so weird because i'm at home so yeah that's it's important I'm... it does it makes you feel better and the the other two guests i had uh lorna um, and emma they both said exactly the same and i i think it definitely you know from getting up getting changed doing your hair or doing your makeup just instantly puts you in a different frame of mind do you have like some favorite products at the moment anything that you think people should be trying or you know if people can get deliveries is it the time to try an at-home peel or to try a new lipstick or is there something you think this is going to make you feel good cool oh, well there's one thing that i'm really really loving then oh god two things oh there's just so many <laughs> <laughs> no there's one thing that i really love and there's if there's something that i i find really important to me personally i love having a really nice shower gel i don't know mm -hmm. whether that's no, it's good. me um i love essential oils and Esper have just released their new positivity range and they have a positivity shower gel and it's gorgeous like absolutely gorgeous I mean I love the whole range but that shower gel is my favorite little um little gift to myself in the morning I could use any old uh shower gel but I use that one and it's like I love that it's positivity because I'm like I try my I try my best to be about positivity really and um so it's like that little reminder in the morning to be like start your day positive and <laughs> um, we often see you as very glossy and glamorous um and you've said there like you know dressing up feeling good about yourself it's also working from home but when you have those like moments of downtime or you are just on the sofa um with the husband and the fur baby what do you wear like do you have like a hoodie or is it the pajamas like what's your comfy wear I love that you say that that's that's honestly such a nice thing to say because I don't feel like I'm glossy and polished at all um one of my friends her mum doesn't own loungewear or pajamas 
so I think this is the most fascinating thing. And I think that for me is like the most um, glossy thing I've ever heard in my life. Like she's either in her um, like best clothes or she's naked, yeah. which I just think is, yeah. I, I mean, wow. <laughs> she does not own a dressing gown. She doesn't own pajamas, nothing. Um, for me, not the same. I love cozy clothes. Uh, they're probably like one of, I think my cozy clothes wardrobe rivals my actual wardrobe um but i definitely i like silk pajamas i like piped silk mm. pajamas and so if i'm sort of lounging by the fire in my living room or something i quite like to be in silk pajamas i do like that but then i've got some really fluffy ugly ones that that ali doesn't like but yeah i've got i've got a good selection of silk but no one really sees these fluffy ugly ones it's it's the silk ones no one other than my entire YouTube audience. I think that's what it is. Instagram doesn't see that, but YouTube sees that. That's where I'm I'm just myself in YouTube videos, but I can't, I feel like there's only so much of yourself that you can kind of give to the internet. So I save like that reality of me for YouTube. And I guess I just kind of dip into Instagram and I probably do look like glossy and polished when I go onto Instagram and I'm totally okay with people thinking that, but YouTube, Woo! <laughs> She's a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, who's that? Oh God, get it off the TV. Oh. <laughs> is that Lydia? Oh my God, is that Lydia? That's a bit what bad day. Obviously, <laughs> ran out of the champagne. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> so um when you when you were um, by the way this is this is the last of the self-isolation six and this this question can be as um as you like it really um but when you're alone in self-isolation what one thing can you do better alone than with anyone else when you're alone I feel like that question sounds really dirty, but <laughs> no. it does though, doesn't it? I tried. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Okay, let's go filthy then. Give us a filthy answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would say that the one thing I can do best by myself is write on my blog. I can't have anyone near me when I'm writing on my blog. And I can't have anything other than like the sound of maybe a little bit of instrumental music. So I sat down in my silk pajamas and thought to myself, <laughs> what will I do with my hair today? That's a question for you. Are you one of those people that has an internal monologue or do you not have an internal oh, monologue? Oh God, my life is literally a movie. I, I get up and I'm like, so I thought to myself, am I going to go for a run today? Or will I just have a pint of martini? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine like silence. Can you imagine that? No, I don't even know what that is. No, I could, I couldn't. I, I, there is a narrator inside my. What my does head. your narrator say? I mean, we're kind of sidestepping here, but I feel like we're getting into the the inner workings of Lydia. But I think that's also good if you have got your internal monologue, because that in this situation, it's almost like you're not. Imagine if it was just silent. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be the one. No, I mean, li living by myself, I quite literally do chat to myself. I quite often say, come on, Robin. Um, is there something in your head? I'm just adding questions on next. I want to know. Um, I'm trying to go deeper and darker. Mm -hmm. Is is there something like in your internal mo monologue, something which you always think and think, I could never say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and subscribe now to oh, hear the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
think I need to get out a scroll. There is, I mean, I think so much stuff and I'm like, no. in fact, I think that I think them, but I think when I'm vlogging, they probably come out and then it's my team that I'm like, then saying, no, don't, don't put that in the vlog. <laughs> don't put that in. But no, I think that that's, that comes with having an internal monologue. Like you'll constantly be thinking things and you're like, I could never say that. <laughs> never. So, yeah. I think I would pay to to hear you say those things, but I don't I don't know how well it would do with your <laughs> career. It might uh, it might be game over. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I don't I like to think that I'm not the only person that thinks. I, I mean, I often see people tweet things on the internet. Like, if I published the things that I write and don't mm. tweet, um, like my career would be over. So. Oh gosh, it's always the way though. Someone will like DM you something, you start typing back and then you're about to hit send and you think, stop, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. I often have that. I yeah. start typing something, I'm like, and then you go, oh gosh, no, I actually can't <laughs> say that. And I'm pretty sure that word can't be actually used in public. <laughs> I'm glad it's not mm. just me then. Okay. I mean, sometimes I do send them and I'm just like, do you know what? Do you know what, James, you had this coming. Um, yes. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I think I've got a lot better at that because I think with, like, we're totally going off topic here, but with this day and age on the internet, there's a lot of, like, ambiguity with texting and, and not texting, mm. tweeting things and stuff like that. And sometimes I'll read things and I'm like, oh, that's definitely about me. That's definitely about me. And if I think it is about me, I'll message them and I'll be like, I'm, I know that, you know, it's not, it might not necessarily be about me, but um, the shoe fits. And I just wanted to talk to you about it because um, I'd love to hear your perspective on things rather than sitting there and stewing on it and feeling like, oh, well, why is that person doing that? I'd rather just ask them. And it's quite nice. It's quite liberating to actually get like an answer and um, be able to sort of discuss it in a different way. Whereas like when I was younger, it wouldn't be like that. So I did. And do they come back to you? They have done, yeah, they have done. It, and it can be a really sort of like mature conversation, but then you'll get the people that, that don't necessarily have, know. And it's, it's maybe it's an age thing, I don't know. They don't maybe know how mm. to, they think it's just an attack. But really, I'm, I'm honestly interested in, in what their thought process was behind tweeting it or, um, yeah. So it, I think it's good to have a conversation, but you will get those people that maybe don't want to. And that's fine. That's fine. Well, in self-isolation, they've got time to think about their actions, don't they, Lydia? Yeah, but I feel like it's even more volatile now. Like everyone's sort of disagreeing with what everyone else is doing. And so there's a lot of like, everyone's just a bit sensitive and I get it. I'm a very sensitive person, so. It's hard, but like, as I've said to everyone on this podcast and my general friends, um, you know, this is, we're all in it together, you know, and it's, and it's, I, I mean, I was talking to Lauren about this. It's all very leveling, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, but we're, we're all, you know, we're all trying to shop in that supermarket. We're all having to be by ourselves. We've all got people that we're concerned about and, and we're all kind of a bit unsure about what to do. So it's, um, yeah, it's just, I think about reminding yourself that, um, that we, that yeah. we're all human. I think that that's the, that is the most, like, you know, when you look up at the sky and you think, oh my God, what's up there? And it almost like messes with your head. No, <laughs> no. Nope. Have you never done that? Where you sit and you look up at the sky and you're like, wow. Have you like, ever been in London? The amount of smoke and smog and fog is just, I can't oh, see yeah. a thing. But when I'm back in <laughs> Scotland, I have looked back into the sky. Yes. So, right. 
yeah it, it, it's a bit of an overwhelming feeling to look up at the sky like that and think of what, what is beyond all of that I find that anyway I think about it all the time and it really like I have to like check myself but I feel like this is quite similar to think that every person in the world essentially right now is feeling the effects of the same mm -hmm. thing like I don't think I've ever felt something that like this that has united obviously it's a horrible thing but it's it's uniting everyone mm -hmm. in that way which is just it's incredible to think that it's had such a it, I mean it, the the breadth of this is just it's beyond my I'm not able to comprehend it because it's just it's literally everywhere um but it is it is a an experience and Ali said today, he's like, they'll definitely make films about this. God, I mean, yeah. I mean, films have already been made. It's kind of a, yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen Art it, and reality. But but we're keeping this light and we're keeping this bright. And you have been you have been a gorgeous guest, as I knew you would be. Um, some great insights into your booze-filled champagne life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> if you could order me an Uber copter to pick me up, I'd like to come to your bar and get into this. Oh. I wish you were here. I wish you were here. It would be so nice to like have, imagine if like we'd had some friends over and then it went into lockdown and they had to stay and all we did was like get drunk. I mean, you say that now, but give yourself two days with me and you'd be like, oh, I got him out of the house. Get him out now. No. When this is all cleared and it will clear, we'll get that going. I'll come around yeah. and I'll help you paint your bar or whatever. Um we'll get you into a new series since you don't really do that um and i'll be sure never to bring you gin again since the last two actually no last time i brought you uh i brought you a really nice champagne so you've done i've both. done both yeah and i'll and i'll yeah. i'll know for next time and um, but thank you what, what i'll do is lydia i'll pop all all your bits in the show notes so people can go across show some love um, and also say they've had a listen and if you've enjoyed this people then please do share it um, also, you can leave a little review and a little star rating on whatever app service you're using. Um, but Lydia, what's on for the rest of the night? Give us a, a quick one. I'm going to finish um, this bottle of champagne with my husband and then probably down a lot of water because otherwise... Oh, I'm you're wasting. so sensible. You're um, so sensible. old age. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But no, it's, um, it should be a nice little chilled one in front of the fire, which is probably how we intend to spend the rest of um, this isolation nice well well take care um and thank you thank you so oh much you are me. always always very welcome whenever you want um but yeah take care and we shall chat very soon bye bye Ah, well, there you go. Lydia Millen on Self-Isolation, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed this one. As I said there, give it a rating if you can. Also, share it with any friends you think might like this. And also, go and show a lady some love. Tell her you've had a listen and that you enjoyed it. And if you've got any other suggestions of anyone you'd like to hear on this podcast, then please do get in touch. All my details are in the show notes. But until my next new podcast, bye-bye.